Hey, welcome to TIFF Talks. The opinions and views expressed on TIFF Talks is that of Tiffany Stokes Dinkins solely, or her guests solely, and are meant to provide information as well as comedic humor. None of said opinions or views necessarily represent Anchor, Spotify, or any of its affiliates. This podcast contains explicit language, including vulgar comments, profanity, and graphic descriptions of events. Furthermore, the people described in this podcast are of actual clients. Names, places, and specific details have been changed to protect the privacy and sanctity of Tiffany Stokes Dinkins' clients. Listener discretion advised. Hello, hello, and welcome back to TIFF Talks. This is episode five. So I figured I would make this a little funny, but a little serious at the same time. And the topic today is for my Karens and my Kens. Now for context, the definition of a Karen is someone who is not of color, right? Who likes to complain who is the first person to go to law enforcement, the first person to have something to say, the first person to scream, to cry, to create a spectacle, but really have nothing wrong, right? And that's the female version, right? And the male version would be a Ken. So Karens and Kens. Now, why do I bring that up? Because there's plenty of them. And you see him on TV and you see him in social media, whether it's TikTok or Instagram, where they harass someone of color. And then the moment that security or law enforcement come around, they act like they're the victim and start screaming and losing their mind so that the person of color is the one that gets in trouble. In my case, though, as a therapist, I happen to have those who are not of color because I just don't want to have to say white for some reason it just sounds wrong to say white these days I don't know why just like it just sounds wrong to say black even though being my age that's what we used to say but for this podcast we'll say those who are not of color but I have clients who are not of color in this episode I want to focus on one who happens to be a little older than me, maybe by 10 or 15 years, not not by much. But she has this great need to want to identify with me. And she always wants to be down and she always wants to to use my vernacular, but uses it out of context. And she tries to understand my experience because we're both women and she's really big on trying to speak on being oppressed or being marginalized as a woman and tries to equate her marginalization as a woman to my marginalization as a woman of color and doesn't really understand the difference that yes 
you have your issues as a warm woman working in a patriarchal society. I get that. Yes, feminism. We have to fight the powers that be. Got it. But um, I have a double hitter going on because I'm black. I can't wash that off. There's no soap. There are some skin creams, but that causes cancer. I have a bigger issue besides just being a woman. And so... A lot of times it's it's difficult for me as her therapist to separate my Tiffany answer from my professional answer when she gives me what I like to call her privilege problems or her first world problems. So let me explain. We'll have sessions sometimes, right? And she'll come in and she'll say, and this is just an example, it's not a direct example, Um, this is, you know, very, very fudged up because I need to protect my client and protect our sessions. But this is something that may have happened a couple of months ago, but she comes in and she's like, oh my goodness, you know, I, I went over to the supermarket and I typically buy these list of items. And when I went into this, this supermarket today, I couldn't get these items. I had to get the generic items. And then we had to make this meal. And my husband's the one that cooks the meals. And I just don't understand why I couldn't get what I used to get. And we spent this entire session talking about why she couldn't have what she used to have or what she typically has. And she had to buy something else. Now, my Tiffany answer would have been, um, why the fuck are you complaining? First off, you have money to buy groceries, right? And to buy hundreds of dollars of groceries. Secondly, we're not talking about you shopping in a Pathmark or shopping in one of those corner bodegas like I would know to shop into. You're shopping in an Aldo's. You're shopping in those expensive supermarkets that are giving you grade A produce, okay? So what are we really talking about here? Is this really up for discussion right now? That's what I wanted to say. But see, I'm a motherfucking professional. So I had to really identify with the fact that this was really making her depressed. She was really upset. Like we're talking like she's crying in the session because she was not able to get what she typically gets when she goes to the supermarket. I had to identify with her feelings. And so I did that. But the challenge and being able to meet her where she's at, though, I don't have those issues and she can never really identify with the fact that I truly cannot identify with her types of issues is a real challenge. Like we're really having a conversation about her privilege. Like. She would never understand what it is to, to have the worry of not even being able to buy food for the week or having the fears of not being able to pay that light bill and the lights turning off or worrying about the eviction notice that's coming because you're behind on the rent or you're behind on the mortgage. Like this was my reality and I'm not, fa- I'm not that far removed from that reality, but yet she's 
having an issue right now and having real depressive symptoms because of the types of food that she had to purchase, not the fact that she couldn't purchase food. And maybe it's just me. Maybe, you know, that's my inner work that I have to do. Like maybe that's my counter-transference, right? But working with the Karens and the Kens of the world, this is something that I just had to bring up because being a woman of color, being a person of color, we have to work with all different walks of life as a therapist. And sometimes we have to take our personal lives and our personal experiences out of the room and really meet the person where they're at. Even if we're coming into it with a lack of understanding to their privilege or to who they are. You know what I mean? Or that client having a complete lack of understanding to our lack of understanding. So back to this particular client, right? When she's trying to, you know, identify with me and have this, you know, I guess sister girl conversation with me. You know, sometimes she gets offended when I'm looking at her like, you know, we don't have the same experience. And I don't understand why you're trying to educate me on feminism when I don't need the education on oppression. I was born into oppression, (laughs) right? Like, I don't need the education on marginalization. I was born marginalized. I came out the womb like, ooh, use a nigga. Like, that that was given to me, okay? I didn't need the the lesson in a classroom to be, you know, to be given to me, okay? Um, But this is how our sessions are. And interestingly enough, with all of this and probably all of the projected like issue that I have with this, she still loves me. She still wants to be in session with me. I find it bizarre, but she does. Right. And I, I've been seeing her for weeks. Um, actually, I'm lying. I've been seeing her for months. But one thing that really struck a chord with me and I got into a really, really long debate with her. I think it was like a three session debate. It was about being an ally. And I had to ask her, um, do you even know what it means to be an ally? And she stopped and she looked at me and she said, well, you know, I I had a black friend and, you know, I met her in college and and we talked and we hung out and, and I tried to understand what was going on with her. And, you know, I just felt so bad for what she was going through. And 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 because everything that she went through in slavery was wrong. And and I listened to her and and I get that she felt bad for slavery and feels bad for those of of color I get that but that doesn't make you an ally and I knew that conceptually and as I'm listening to her and understanding her I had to ask her again but how does that make you an ally and she said well because I know that slavery and racism is wrong I said, okay, well, I know murder and robbery is wrong, but does that mean that I'm going and I'm stopping a robber from robbing a bank? Does that mean that the moment I see someone picking up a gun and shooting somebody, I'm stopping them from shooting the gun? Just because I know it's wrong doesn't mean that I'm an ally. It just means that I know the difference between right and wrong. 
And she, you know, and I guess because I'm the younger person in the conversation, she cocked her head to the side because she always takes this place of platitudes. Like she's the educated one. Remember, she's older than me. So when I said that, she looked at me like, well, how dare you come at me with this? And I said, well, let me speak to you as a woman of color. Because you always speak to me as a woman of, of feminism, right? And being a feminist. The one thing as a woman of color that we can't stand is someone talking about being an ally because you know that racism is wrong. If you're really an ally, that means that you're doing something about the experience that we are experiencing as people of color. I'm not saying that you have to take a bullet for us. And by no means am I saying that you have to go out for every Black Lives Matter protest and get arrested and get citations and mess up your life. That is not what I'm saying. But if I'm getting my ass beat, can you at least call the cops? Can you, I don't know, tell them to stop beating my ass? Can you pick up my purse? Can you call my mama? Can you do something? Can can you be a part of the process so that I'm getting less of my ass beat while I'm getting my ass beat? Do something. That to me is being an ally. And I know that I'm really like my bar is set very low. I understand that. But that's really the definition of an ally. It's what you're doing to try to assist in the experience of those who are of color because you are not of color. And because of your understanding of our experience, you feel compelled to do something about it because you know that it's wrong. That is the definition of an ally. So before you use a term because it sounds cool and because it's hip and it's something that everyone's saying and they're putting it in songs and they have it in t-shirts and, and, and on billboards and it's, it's the thing to say, be very careful how you use it because for someone like me, I'm going to challenge you on it. I'm going to ask you questions because if you're really an ally, I want to know what you're doing. I want, I want receipts. Otherwise, shut the hell up. Because I don't want to hear about your black friend. That's a microaggression to me. I don't want to hear about racism being wrong. That's a microaggression to me. I know murder is wrong, but if someone messes with my kid, I'm slicing somebody's throat. Just because I know it's wrong doesn't mean I won't do it. Just because you know racism is wrong doesn't mean that you're not going to say the word nigga. This is my point. So now that I've gone on this tangent, right, I know I went so far left. I am so sorry. This episode was about Karens and Kens. And for all the Karens and Kens out there, all I ask is that you're mindful. Be mindful about how you behave. Be mindful of how you speak. And be mindful of what you say to those of color because we're listening. And even though we don't say anything, we are absorbing a lot of what you say and what you do. And it does get recorded to our experience. And it explains a lot to why we respond the way we do when it comes to you. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to follow me, my social media handle is on Instagram. It's be well with Tiffany underscore. And if you are interested in being in therapy, 
It's www.thementalmatters.com. Please continue to take care of yourself. I look forward to having you listen at a different time. Take care.